Today we celebrate the baptism of the Lord. The natural question is, if Jesus was sinless, why was he baptized? Well, the good news is that this is a standard midterm question for all seminarians and other theologians when they take their midterm exam on the sacrament of baptism. The answer is because baptism is about more than being saved from original sin. You see, there were strains in Judaism itself that had been celebrating a cleansing ritual similar to John the Baptist for some time. These rituals, like John's baptism, were about repentance, recognizing that the kingdom of God was coming. So when Jesus was baptized, God's kingdom began to break into the world, and so it both fulfilled what John's baptism was about, but it also made it irrelevant to future generations. When we are baptized, we are being knit into the body of Christ. We become disciples, ready to carry on Christ's mission. And today we have the honor and the privilege at this Mass to celebrate the rites of acceptance and welcome for people who are looking to come into communion with the Catholic Church. Shelby, Scott, Lucy, Lance, Kenny, V, Ben, Sarah, and Jana, you are God's beloved sons and daughters. With you, God is well pleased. Shelby, you in particular have decided that you want to be part of the church, part of the body of Christ. The other eight of you are already part of the church, part of the body of Christ. But you have discerned that the best way for you to serve Christ's mission is by coming into full communion with the Catholic Church. To all of you, we are grateful to your families, to your home communities of Christian faith, and to your friends for leading you to a closer fellowship with us. Shelby, today we have formally accepted you into the Christian community. The rest of you, we welcome you to a fuller communion. Katie, Zach, Sam, Sammy, Rachel, Kwa, Paul, Tom, and Shirley. As sponsors, you have begun to experience in this past month and a half the great privilege of RCIA, to journey with someone coming into the Catholic Church, to see through their eyes. You are beginning to learn the great secret of RCIA. You get a lot more out of this experience than you give to it. To everyone else here, I encourage you to join the sponsors on this journey with our catechumen and our candidates in whatever capacity you can. It takes a special person to decide as an adult to become a Christian or to come into full communion with the Catholic Church. We live in a time when many people avoid making commitments, avoid publicly declaring their beliefs. Why are the nine of you doing this? Why not just join the legions of people who say, I'm spiritual, but not religious? Why not say, religion is a personal thing between God and me? You might not be able to articulate exactly how, but each of you has come to understand that it's not just about God and you. It's about God, you, and the community. And it's not just the community of Blessed John the 23rd Parish. It's the community of the entire Roman Catholic Church, the community of all Christians. It's the community of all people of faith who have gone before us and all who will come after us. 
all those people who are part of the body of Christ into which we are baptized. But how? How did you come to realize this? Last week, I received a message from a friend who's giving her first retreat talk later this month. Krista wanted me to review a draft of the talk, and guess what? It tells her story of how she came to have that deep relational faith. For the first 20 years of her life, her belief was merely intellectual. Krista says, Belief in God was a perfectly rational conclusion for the way I saw the universe. Simply believing hadn't cost me anything. While Krista had had medical problems all her life, something serious happened near the end of college when she was 20 years old. She ended up in the hospital. She puts it like this. By the end of the first week, I had a diagnosis. They gave me two days to decide on my treatment, and both treatments had a 50% survival rate. Without treatment, I would die in less than six months. Krista continues, Until the day of my diagnosis, I hadn't any reason to need to believe in God at all, except that I had decided to. But now, rationality had no place in my head. I wanted to believe in some grand purpose for my life. I needed to, to fight for the life I hadn't yet lived. I made God this promise, that if I got to live, I would live differently. I would start praying, I would believe, and I would allow it to cost me something, even if it cost me everything else I'd had before. My dear candidates and catechumen, as we welcomed you this morning into fuller communion, we made it clear that being baptized into the baptism of Christ does not come cheaply. Shelby, today you were asked to literally embrace the cross of Christ. Because as St. Paul so eloquently tells us, we who are baptized into the body of Christ are baptized into his death. Scott, Lucy, Lance, Kenny, V, Ben, Sarah, and Jana, you were each blessed along with Shelby with the sign of the cross on many parts of your body. Since September, you've been asking, when should I start making the sign of the cross? I think it's abundantly clear that you can start making it now if you haven't started already. You've also asked, what does the sign of the cross mean? And I've said, well, wait, we'll get to that. We get to it now. It will take each of us a lifetime to comprehend it. But here's an initial explanation. It's not just any cross that we embrace. It's the cross with Christ on it. The cross with the body of Christ on it. The cross with the body into which we've been baptized on it. Christ died once and for all, but it doesn't mean that there is no longer suffering and strife in our world, no longer suffering in the lives of the members of the body of Christ. Now, God doesn't want us to suffer. But Krista found God through her suffering, and it has changed her perspective on everything. As she says, God cries when I get bad news from my family, over a disappointing medical test, or when a relationship ends because another opportunity to love was lost. And our ability to believe in God even in the midst of suffering binds us closer to the other members of the body of Christ. As Krista observes, compassion is what drives us to have hope. 
By our baptism, we pledge to embrace Christ's suffering. By our baptism, we pledge to try to make sense of our own suffering as members of the body of Christ. By our baptism, we pledge to embrace the suffering of others, the suffering that the body of Christ endures every day in soup kitchens, in prisons, in drug-infested back alleys, in war zones around the world. Why become a Catholic? Because it's not just about you and Jesus. By being knit into the body of Christ, we are connected to one another in a way that we can never undo. St. Irenaeus said that when Jesus was baptized by John, the whole world was baptized by Jesus. All of creation is holy. All of us are holy. The suffering we endure can be made holy if we try to understand it in the light of Christ. If we try to understand it through the cross, the cross that the world considers to be folly and foolishness. Catholic liturgical theologians tell us that the Christmas season ends today with the baptism of the Lord. Why is that? This event happened approximately 30 years after the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. It's because with Jesus' baptism, Christmas begins to have meaning. Howard Thurman, one of the most influential theologians in 20th century America, explained it with his poem called The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among brothers, to make music in the heart. In case you haven't figured it out yet, Krista became a Catholic at the Easter Vigil in 2009. And since then, she's done the work of Christmas, working at a shelter for troubled teens, interning at a seminary, leading a religious retreat. Only God knows what the future holds for Krista. And only God knows what the future holds for each of you, dear friends. May God continue the work of Christmas in each of you.